Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's second special bonus podcast episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host, and today my guest and I are going to talk about some online options that you have for working through issues that are coming up with your ex under the you know current social distancing um, situation that we all find ourselves in. So it's, it may seem strange, but I'm excited about today's episode because I have my BFF with me today. For those of you that know me for who follow my show, you know, you know her too. Um, Gabrielle Hartley is joining me today. So Gab, thanks for taking time out to join me and do this episode. I'm so excited to be here with you, as you know. So I'm, I'm going to do a little friend bragging to start out because, well, Gabrielle might tell you all of this, but I definitely want you to know everything about her. Um, Gabrielle is also a, a leading divorce attorney, mediator, wellness and strategy coach. She's also an author and a speaker. Um, I want to talk about, you've heard me talk about her book, Better Apart, The Radically Positive Way to Separate. This is why we met. I saw this on <laughs> LinkedIn and said, oh my God, a woman who writes a book called Better Apart, The Radically Positive Way to Separate. I have to know her. And now, as I said, she is one of my best friends. Um, but Gabrielle has 25 years of experience serving couples in reaching reasonable resolutions in our cases, both personally, so in person and online. So we're gonna be talking about online. And she's really very well known in our industry for keeping 99% of her cases at the negotiation table and out of the courtroom. And that's really significant because right now, courtrooms are not open to you. Most courtrooms around the country are closed. She also, because of her experience, you know, extensive experience in and out of the courtroom, she is able to help people in, you know, in an expeditious manner. She's very, um, she's very clear and helpful in helping people to get to resolution in a streamlined fashion. Um, she founded the Better Apart Method, which is um, sort of based on the theories, the five um, premises that are in her book. And she's committed to keeping toxicity and damage out of the divorce process. You know, she is famous for saying that she's the leader of the positive divorce movement. And I'm happy to say I'm on that train with her. Um, just, you know, she's her work's been endorsed by Gwyneth Paltrow. She's been featured across media channels. And wait till you hear this list. People Magazine, The New York Times, U.S. News and World Report, Vice, The New York Post, Yoga Journal, Mind Body Green, Thrive Global, The Hampshire Gazette, and The Brian Lehrer Show. Um, she's also a regular expert guest on media outlets everywhere. She blogs. She's been featured on NBC television and radio, as well as dozens of podcasts, including mine. Um, she also trains divorce professionals in her Better Apart online method certification and mediates with divorcing clients online and around the country. So 
I'm really thrilled to have her here with you. And I hope you all understand you're getting a lot of expert uh, knowledge from here today. So thanks, Gab. That is very kind and robust um, bio. So thank you, Susan. <laughs> well, I, you know, I actually, when if I- I had a podcast, yeah. I would do a longer one for you. <laughs> well, I love for my, my listeners to know, you know, one of the benefits of my having been in the industry for so long and having, you know, good friends like you is that I've been lucky enough to meet some of the top people in the world in what we all do. And you are kind enough to give your time. This is a really busy time for online mediators. Um, and we'll talk about why, but you're taking your time out of your very busy day and schedule to join me here to help my listeners who are really struggling. And, and that's why we're, we're doing this episode. I did one prior episode, bonus episode that came out last week, um, just about the challenges that I was hearing about that families are facing in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic, social distancing, schools are closed, work is closed, jobs are ending, people are getting laid off. There's so much that's going on. And now a week, even just a week later, the the it, I'm not going to call it a crisis, but the issues are becoming even more apparent. Um, so there are people feel they have few options. And one of the things I really wanted to talk about was some of the options we know they do have if conflict is arising. So, you know, maybe we could start first, though, because I know you're getting a lot of outreach as well, Gabrielle. You know, what are some of the issues you're hearing from your clients and followers? So, um they, the issues are coming in at various tracks. There are people who want to get started and they're frustrated because there's nowhere to file. There is no court available. So they don't, they don't know where to turn. There are also people who are having a difficult time enforcing orders. So for instance, they haven't seen their kids or they're not getting their child support and they don't know where to turn. And in this day and age, mediation and arbitration and hybrid versions of these things are really the only option that's available at this juncture. Yeah, I have to agree. And and many people don't know what those are. They don't know how to access those services. Um, and one of the things that you and I have both done for a very long time is we have offered online mediation services, arbitration services, uh, um, coaching services all online. We've been doing that long before this current pandemic situation came about um, because I think you make really good points there. For a family or for a, say, recipient of child support, they might be in a situation where their co-parent or the payer of support has lost their job or had their hours reduced or ha something has happened, or they're just not paying their support. And with the courts closed for all except emergency situations, and unfortunately it may be an emergency to you that you're not getting your support, but the courts aren't viewing that as what they consider. It's really domestic violence, criminal actions, um, things of that nature. You don't have any enforceability. So, you know, that is, is one of the really critical things is it's so frustrating for people that they feel they don't have any movement. So having been a longtime mediator, I know you believe as strongly as I do in mediation as an option. Get, can you give just a broad overview of mediation itself, like how that helps people resolve issues? Absolutely. So mediation 
is when you hire a third party neutral who is not either of your advocate, not serving as an attorney for either of you, to help navigate you through to a reasonable resolution of either your entire case or one smaller piece of the case to go forward um, with, with terms and conditions that actually are going to apply for you. So even when there is court, I'm in favor of mediation for a large number of cases anyway, because that way you retain control. The judge that I clerked for used to always say to the litigants, you don't want this stranger in black robes deciding your life. And nothing is truer than that. Obviously in usual times, there are situations where litigation is necessary, but more often than not, with a third party neutral who really knows what they're doing and is skilled at bringing all of the um, negative energy down, you can resolve a lot more face-to-face -face with your ex than you may think that you can. And the online platform today is really the only safe way to proceed. It's the only way to go forward. And you feel a lot more connected to the mediator and you feel a lot more like you're in the room than you may imagine that you would. Yeah. And that's, I, you know, having mediated online for couples for the past five years or so, um, I don't find that people feel they're losing anything in the process by conducting their mediation online. But I did want to back up just a little bit to one thing that you said, because I think it's critical. So people right now are, they're in a moment of disagreement with their co-parent or their ex or their spouse, but their, you know, the relationships in trouble and they feel like, well, a mediator is just going to help us talk. Oh, no. You know, what is that? <laughs> we, we obviously can't talk. Um, so, you know, talk a little bit about the mediator so, skills because you are really so, good at this. So thank you. You're very kind. So, so the mediator can operate in a variety of ways. Some are more hands-on and others take more of a backseat. But the way that I approach my mediation is that I'm there to help you get from A to B and to create, depending on where you're located, an incomplete memorandum of understanding that's going to outline what's going to happen with your assets, your debts, your income, your expenses, your parenting plan, your custodial arrangement, alimony, pension distribution, retirement, and all of the different ground rules, who gets summer vacations, you know, what kind of exposure to third parties do we have? What's contact going to be? At what age is it appropriate to have a cell phone? Who pays for the car insurance? Who pays for the SAT? I mean, as you can see, Susan's laughing because I can go on and <laughs> You're freaking them out. You're freaking them but, out. <laughs> but as a mediator, we literally serve you in bringing up the issues, breaking them down, and helping you come to a meeting of the minds between yourselves. Sometimes an impasse may be reached where it's hard to come up with an agreement because you see things completely one way and the other party sees things completely the other way. And if you have a skilled mediator, they may have the ability, as I'm sure Susan does and I do, to direct you if you should so choose in how you want to proceed and to say what sounds like an equitable or fair or reasonable resolution. And one thing that I found to be incredibly interesting in the last year that I was promoting Better Apart is I have had the opportunity to interface with scores of attorneys throughout the country and actually around the globe. And one thing that's really clear is that the way that the same 
exact fact pattern plays out, even two states away from each other can be so disparate, so different. So for instance, you could have somebody who makes $100,000 and the partner makes zero, and in state A, the non-moneyed spouse would get $1,600 a month in child support, and in state B, the non-moneyed spouse might get $4,000 a month child support. Same facts, two different states, two different sets of laws. When you're in mediation, we can look to what the law is. I would never, I would always encourage people to learn what the law is, but if you don't wanna know what the law is and you just wanna go with what feels right to you, you are free to do that. You maintain control and direction of your own life. Is that? Yeah, yeah. mediation, rather than as, as your judge says, which is one of my favorite phrases as well, I've said this to my clients for years in litigation, you don't want the man or the woman in the robe to make decisions about your life, your children. You want to make those yourself or at least have input. And and a, a critical thing that I want people to understand is I know there are people who hear about mediation and think, well, you're talking about sitting down with my ex or as we're talking about in the online platform, viewing them in video conferencing and talking about it. They're never going to agree. They we we can't talk he hates me, she hates me, or we can't, you know, we are have, we can't communicate. That is the whole point of the mediator. Your mediator is a skilled, trained professional who's there to help you have conversations that are difficult, but that need to be had. And that's why if you're out there and you're facing the situation, the one Gabrielle mentioned earlier, you know, you're not getting your child support. And so you need to enforce that. You can go into mediation and talk about, you don't have to do the whole divorce and go through the litany of things that, you know, Gabrielle was talking about. You can hire a mediator right now because you need to resolve something immediately or quickly and hire a mediator to address just that one issue with you so that the two of you can sit down and figure something out that works for you. Um, so. Yeah, that's really important for you all. Right. And, and also, um, if you are listening to this and you're thinking, well, that sounds good, but there's no way because I want the house and she wants the house and somebody else is going to have to decide that. Right. Well, first of all, the judge will probably just order the house to be sold in eight out of 10 cases. But be that as it may, if that's not the case where you live, um, you would be very surprised to learn that oftentimes our positions, the stated things that we say that we want, aren't necessarily the most important thing. There's always the emotion behind the position. And the, the mediator, while we're not there to serve as therapists, we're there to really listen carefully to what the each party is saying and to reflect it back and to bring you to a meeting of the minds. And it might sound, when you're sitting here now listening, that that's just not possible. You would be surprised at the magic a good mediator can have in your life, and you can start focusing on moving forward. And I know during this time, it's extraordinarily difficult for anybody to be able to visualize that, but it really is possible. Yeah, I think one statistic or a set of statistics that always surprise people about how, um, uh, you know, successful mediation can be is that for people who choose to go to mediation, the rates of resolution are upwards of 90 percent, 85 to 90 percent. But even in mediations that are court ordered, meaning you are people are compelled to go, mediation is successful in over 60 percent of incredible. cases. So 
Isn't that, I mean, those are, so, so it works people. And I do encourage you, even if it's a limited issue, remember you're going to pay your mediator for the amount of time in most cases that you need them. If you have a limited issue, if your parenting plan has been tossed to the wind because of the, you know, current uh, pandemic situation and you need to figure out what's going on, consider talking to your ex or your co-parent about getting a mediator. Um, you can find them online. Gabrielle office, offers her services online throughout the country. That right? is correct. Gabrielle? I, I've done mediator. I've, I've been mediating across time zones the whole week. So yeah. Right. Well, and that's one thing we're finding, right, as as mediators or professionals who offer online services is people are reaching out for assistance. Um, but another thing that I wanted to, to hone in on because we talked about it, there are a lot of people out there who still, even with the help of a mediator, are going to find that they can't reach resolution. They need someone to do that. And there's actually a solution within the mediation I'll call it mediation arbitration construct that allows for resolution. Um, so it, it's commonly hybridized as med arb or mediation arbitration. Um, and I think you do that do. as well. I right, do. And, and you can decide if you want it to be binding or non-binding. I mean, right now, while courts are closed, people are opting to have it binding while the courts are closed. And then they can ultimately decide whether they want to have a total stranger decide versus someone who they spent a few hours just chatting with. Um, because I think everybody needs to remember that while, again, litigation is necessary in some circumstances, especially with domestic violence, um, although online that it's a little bit safer to do mediation even with domestic violence in some cases, um, that, that the judge is just a person. That, that's all, you know, I just want to remind you all that, it, that there's no magic in what a judge is doing really. And it's a, it's keeping yourself in control of your process is just going to lead to a lower recidivism in terms of going back to court. The statistic is significantly lower if you'd go back to court when you go, when you opt into the mediation versus when the judge issues an order and it has to be. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, the thing with an arbitrator that everyone needs to understand is an arbitrator is going to be acting maybe more in lines with that person in the black exactly. row, right? They are going to make rulings, make decisions, but it can, if you hire a private mediator, and I will say, you know, Gabrielle and I are attorneys, we've both acted in that capacity. Um, there are a lot of arbitrators out there who are retired judges who sat on the bench for years and who now you know, are hired um, to offer their services. And right now, many, many, many professionals are offering those services online. So you can go into a mediation with an understanding by agreement that you'll try to mediate. If at the end of the process, you are unable to resolve it, you will ask the mediator to make rulings or decisions, like Gabrielle said, or, you know, there are people out there that I'm hearing from, Gabrielle, and maybe you're hearing this as well, that people were scheduled for trial and thought they were finally going right. to get some right. closure. And now the court's closed. And here's the extra bad news. When the courts open back up again, they already have a full slate of cases. So it's not that your case is going to move to the days right after the courts open again. You're now going back into the shuffle 
to be scheduled in most cases way down the road. So your case just got moved from imminent trial and closure, hopefully, to you know, probably having months, if not longer, of wait time because we don't even know when the courts are opening. So you can have a mediator who will then turn to arbitration or make decisions for you. You can also just go straight to arbitration. That's exactly right. You can just opt for arbitration and you can do the arbitration with your lawyers there, even online. There, You can do, you are not prohibited from doing anything. We have all the capabilities of hearing your cases and to come up with, with outcomes that work for you or that if you decide, you know what, I'm just going to trust your judgment. You, there's plenty of arbitrators and mediators around who are very skilled and who can do this for you. I would caution you that if you are dealing with your family matter, I would go to an arbitrator who is skilled in family law and not just a skilled arbitrator, just because they're going to be more aware of the nuanced issues, which tend to arise more often in the family law case. And if they're deciding on a global resolution, they're going to know which issues that they have to hit on on their, the checklist in their mind. Right. And I agree with that. I've always, you know, I, I think it's very important when you're hiring a mediator to hire a media. If you're mediating a family law matter, it helps to have a mediator that does family law cases. Um, they don't necessarily have to be an attorney. I'm not saying that, um, although that can help. I mean, Gabrielle and I are both practicing attorneys of 25 to 30 years, although I always hesitate to say that. Um, but the other thing I want to say to everyone, so we're talking about these are processes that take place all the time in offices, in conference rooms, they're private proceedings. They are now being conducted online all the time. And and many of my listeners may or may not know one thing about me is that I am considered an online mediation expert and I train other professionals in how to do these things online. And in the past week or two, I have been on with thousands of professionals in webinars and trainings and different formats to help professionals get up to speed to do these things online for you. So increasingly, there are professionals who are available who are very capable of taking this all online for you, which means that you have an even easier time getting someone and scheduling things because now you don't need to deal with traffic and travel and all those things. So definitely, if you're looking for someone in the current time, look for people who are out there offering their services online. Um, there was one other issue that's been coming up a lot for people, which is there's a whole set of people who are just about to sign agreements that were, and the agreements were reached three weeks ago. And now suddenly their the stock markets have tanked. And so their money is worth a lot less or their property is worth a lot less. And there's a lot of new arguments to be had and people aren't signing onto agreements if things were agreed to a dollar certain and not to a percentage amount. And you know, it may be time to think about taking a step back and going to a third party neutral to take a second look to see rather than to upend the whole thing to see where we're going to not use this as an opportunity to have a, an unfair windfall if, if it went that way, um, but to figure out where you can come together so that you can move forward in a way that makes sense for you and your family. 
That's an excellent point. I actually just had that conversation with Terry Breer, one of our colleagues out in California this morning. And, you know, that is oh, happening, happening. Um, to, uh, yes, left <laughs> and right. I'm doing a couple of online mediations right now. And a big issue is from the time they even filled out the disclosures for me to today or the day we're talking about things, the value in the IRA or 401k has gone down. They think their house is worth less. So that is another thing to keep in mind. And I will just say, I mentioned this in the last episode I did, Get online with your financial professionals. Talk to them. CDFAs are available. Heather Locus, um, who's here in Chicago but has offices all around the country, she's meeting with clients. She was on my podcast episode last week. She is meeting with people online every day, every hour because of things that are going on. And many of your financial professionals There's will a lot as well. Of and that's Sorry. there are a lot of people yeah. who are being laid off now too. So there's a lot of people. Um, I have several clients where they have to live together for a little bit longer right now because you know somebody's no longer employed. So they've had to hire me for another reason of figuring out what are, what's the game plan. How are we going to live together? And and you know they don't want to stay married, but they want to have ground rules so that the house is not completely upended during this. Yeah, war zone, yeah, exactly. Right? And so, yeah, and and even in cases where it's not a war zone, but it's still very unpleasant, we create just all the ground rules by having a mediator there with you. You have someone to help you navigate forward in a sensible way, and there's no space for the arguing. Right, that's our whole. You know, mediators are there, and and resolving these issues is intended so that you can have some closure and not have conflict. Conflict comes about when you don't have closure. Conflict comes about when there's no tiebreaker. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you think of the issues that arise. We're trying to help you think of solutions to them. Gabrielle, uh, Gabrielle and I have been doing this for decades. We have a lot of ideas about how you might resolve your issues because we've helped hundreds, if not thousands of people through that. And and that's why you need an experienced professional to help you. I always say, I mean, I'm going to really date myself now, but if anybody remembers yeah. Encyclopedia Brown, I used to always say, no case too big or too small. Sometimes, you know, somebody yeah. looks at me like with a blank face, I say, oh gosh. <laughs> a lot of youngsters out there, but- A lot of youngsters. Well, and there are a couple of other professionals out there that I want to make people aware of because they might not know about them. And you and I, I, I work with parent coordinators um, at times and they could be, especially under the current circumstances, getting a parent mm -hmm. coordinator involved in your, your case could be helpful. Um, I know you've worked with parent coordinators in the past. So could you give a little explanation of what, you know, what role a parent coordinator would, would play? Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I've actually served as a parent coordinator, although um, and and I do like doing that work. Um, it, it's a it's it's something that I, I really enjoy doing. A parent coordinator helps you to figure out what the parenting plan should be, how to navigate introducing third parties, who should go. I mean, right now during coronavirus, when is it appropriate to have the child stick with the regular schedule? Why may you want to change the schedule? What if one parent falls sick? How do we support the other parent without blurring the line when you've broken up? We want to have the kids still maybe supporting the other parent. But I will say that if finances are an issue, there are um, psychologists and social workers who can serve oftentimes as a parent coordinator if they have 
any special experience in that field and they often will take your insurance which will make it more accessible which can be a you know a, um, a problem of access to justice is the accessibility piece so if you're already paying for a mediator and a lawyer it might just be a lot um, I would look for someone who does parent coordinating not necessarily locally that's not important kids are kids and families are families what's important is that the people the person who you hire has experience and expertise and you're like-minded on what works for family right and an important thing to know about parent coordinators is often they are given tiebreaker status um, and i say that That's from the perspective of they will help you and your ex or your co-parent try to resolve an issue and come to an agreement. But when you cannot, much like mediation arbitration, but this is in an ongoing fashion, they will make a final decision for you in keeping with their belief of, as to what's in the child's best interests. And that will be so so you don't have the uncertainty, because remember, I just said what causes conflict is when you don't have a resolution. So the parent coordinator is great for couples, especially where it's just an ongoing cycle of conflict. They can't agree on anything and you can't be running into court or perhaps even to a mediator every other day. The parent coordinator can be more accessible to you to help you either one, try to resolve it or two, they're gonna make a decision for you. And there's nuances and just, to that. Right, and just to highlight your point about conflict, you know, we often hear people talking about how we don't want a parenting plan with too many transitions. And what I always say is the transitions are not the problem. It is the conflict that is the problem. And so if you can mitigate your conflict and reduce the amount of conflict that you have, you are well on your way to having a much easier dynamic between you and your difficult ex. Yeah, and that's key. You know, the, the statistic my listeners have heard from me before, the number one predictor of difficulty for your children is the level of conflict between their parents. And it doesn't matter if your conflict is over them or if it's over the spoons or if it's over, you know, who's going to mow the lawn. It's the conflict. So the best thing you can do for your kids is eliminate the conflict by coming to resolutions in some fashion. And there is one more resource that you um, you mentioned, but I wanna like sort of build on that is the therapists because there are a number of th there are people, I hear this all the time when they're in conflict. Well, I don't wanna, you know, I don't want some kumbaya moment with my co-parent where, you know, we're, we're in therapy together. I don't wanna get back together with them. We're not talking about that type of therapy. There are therapists right. who specialize in co-parent counseling or co-parent therapy to help you communicate better, to help you reach resolutions. And right now, many, many therapists uh, are working online with people. And so in an instance where you're having some ongoing conflict or where say you and your co-parent are still living in the same house or you're having difficult transitions, like Gabrielle mentioned, consider reaching out to a co-parent therapist and having some sessions with them. And sometimes they'll meet with you separately and then meet with you together. But their goal is not to get you guys back together. That's This isn't marriage therapy. This is That's therapy right. for co-parents. That's right. And so you just need to make sure that you find someone who's actually very experienced in that particular field. That's the most important thing. And it's not about it. And it's someone who's going to make 
clear ground rules so that if one of the people wants to get back together, they're not going to allow the conversation to go in that direction. Right. And and that it's clear that the reason that you're there is for the children's benefit. And again, all of the things that we've been talking about here, all of these dispute resolution or, um, you know, different resources that are available to you to help you try to resolve these conflicts. These are all, these have always been available, but what we're trying to highlight for you is that these are available to you online so that you right right now now, there are people out there who are doing (laughs) all these things online so do the google search as my friend says right and find people gabrielle does pretty much everything what we were just talking about except she's not a therapist um but she does all of that online i right now i'm not taking more online mediations just because i'm working so hard to help our colleagues get up to speed to do their mediations and practices online training thousands and thousands of mediators to learn to mediate online, which is the name of her program. Um, So if any of you who are listening are mediators and you want to learn to mediate online, just Google learn to mediate online. Sorry to do a plug for you on your podcast. (laughs) But that's I'm taking it very seriously right now that that I want people if they're mediating online to have a good experience and I want to help our professional colleagues get online. So uh, right now my focus is on that. But Gabrielle, why don't I do I want people to know how to get in touch with you um the re- you have a variety of resources available to people so so share some of that with us so i do if you just go to gabriellehartley.com g a b r i e l l e hartley h a r t l e y.com um first of all you can um connect with me and ask me about doing online mediation for you and your family Secondly, you can just um, grab your own free survive and thrive packet, which gives you tips for co-parenting and financial blueprint and the keys to the better apart method. Um, If you want a little bit more of an introduction into the better apart method, you can sign up for the better apart masterclass, which comes with a free one-to-one consultation with me um, for a mini session. And if you have any other questions whatsoever, you can just you can just ask me a question, message me, or you can find me on Instagram at Gabrielle underscore Hartley underscore ESQ yeah. or at Better Apart. Yeah. Yep. And, and so Gabrielle's book, her masterclass and her programs, they're on divorce in a better way is dot com as well. I will have links to everything and to Gabrielle and her resources um, on the show notes for this. And definitely just go to GabrielleHartley.com because you'll find her there. But um, we we want to be available to you. We want you to reach resolution. We realize it's a struggle right now, but there are resources available to you. So Gabrielle, again, thank you so much for taking time out of what I know is a crazy busy time for you to do this episode with me. I know it's going to help a lot of people. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're you're doing so much for so many people right now, and everyone is very grateful your for your time and for your efforts, Susan. And thank you so much for having oh, me. Always, Gab. And Gabrielle will be coming back for another episode soon, but we wanted to get this one out to you um, as immediately. So I'll see you all soon. Thank you for joining me today on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. 
I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond. Thank you.